Welcome to Season 1, Episode 1 of the Stress Nanny Podcast. I'm your host, Lindsay Miller, and I'm delighted that you're here. In this episode, I'll introduce myself and the goals that I have around the Stress Nanny Podcast. The Stress Nanny began about 20 years ago in a child development classroom at Brigham Young University. That may sound funny because we didn't even have podcasts 20 years ago. As a college freshman, I was enamored with the idea of how we develop as humans. I was especially intrigued when I studied the ways that our genetic vulnerabilities and strengths interact with our unique environments to create our experience of everyday living. I love the idea that we have great potential as human beings and much of that potential is either covered up or invited to flourish in childhood. As children, we learn whether the world is a safe place, whether we can trust, what the rules are for our specific family and culture. These things set the stage for the development of traits like confidence and curiosity. Abraham Maslow created a theory that we need to have certain basic needs met, like safety and security, in order to engage in higher levels of development, like education and self-actualization, or becoming our best selves. According to his theory, if we're ever hoping to gain access to higher realms of development, we need to know that our basic needs are being met, and it helps to feel secure and attached to others. With epic levels of anxiety and depression, it would seem that some of our basic needs are not being met, and that is not only stressful but can inhibit physical, emotional, and social development as well. In other words, we have a hard time developing and living well and fully as humans when we're stressed out by our environment. And today, for many of us, we live in a world saturated with stress. Ever since that class, I've studied and observed the different ways people develop in the context of their environments. So often we give ourselves a hard time without zooming out and looking at the big picture and all the factors that make a situation more or less stressful, more or less conducive to smooth development. That's not to say that stress in and of itself impedes development. On the contrary, some of our greatest strengths can emerge in stressful situations. However, our response to stress is what opens us up to learning from it or shutting down in the face of it. And once we cultivate a certain patterned response when it comes to stress, like if we get angry or if we numb out or shut down, it takes intentional effort to shift our response to something more proactive and useful, like breathing or acknowledging and problem solving. In the years since I took that child development class, I've been a steady student of how people grow, change, adapt, and thrive or don't thrive in the face of developmental stress. I've read, watched, listened to stories of people who were able to navigate challenging circumstances and grow through them when it would be easy to be beaten down by them. As a staunch supporter of Brene Brown's work, I'm enamored with the idea of shame resilience and the realization that we live in a time when we don't necessarily dodge things like shame, we just learn to deal with them and work through them. Similarly, in our fast-paced modern culture, we don't have the option of closing the door on stress. It assaults us every day. So the key, then, is learning to develop resilience to it. Because we face epic levels of stress and chronic unaddressed stress has negative effects not only on our emotional and mental health, but on our immune systems, our nervous system, our physical and relational health. Here on the Stress Nanny podcast, we're going to take a look at common stressors and identify ways to build resilience. So while we can't hide from stress, we can certainly cultivate intentional responses to it. We're going to learn to face stress, acknowledge it, learn from it, and move through it. My goal is to offer families practical, simple tools to live a more intentional and calm life. I believe that when we help our kids build resilience to stress, we empower them with tools they will use for a lifetime. 
Like I mentioned earlier, childhood is prime time for kids to learn these skills because they can build the rest of their lives from a place of resilience instead of victimhood. We need kids who are resilient to stress. Kids who have the mental and emotional steadiness to weather the storms of life that come their way. We need adults who can teach these skills, and we all need to communicate between us to make sure that the next generation of kids has the tools they need to live successfully. This season, I talk to people from different specialties to discover what those tools are and how we can use them to live with less stress each day. Here on The Stress Nanny, we'll take a holistic, cultural, and systemic approach to stress, which means we'll look at the different reasons we get stressed and what we can do about it. You might be wondering at this point, why listen to me? What makes me a trusted source on stress? While I will not claim to be an expert at stress, I will claim to be an avid proponent of stress resilience. I hold a degree in human development with an emphasis in child development. I'm a certified yoga instructor and I hold a yoga health coaching certification. While I love diving into the academic realm and gleaning tools from social science, I've also found powerful Eastern tools that affect calm in the nervous system in some really beautiful and efficient ways. I coach people of all ages to develop greater mindfulness, better immune systems, digestive systems, and nervous systems so that they can live a healthy, more relaxed, and intentional life. In addition to my education and professional experience, my own story has had some poignant parts with times when stress felt insurmountable. Throughout the interviews, you'll hear stories about my experiences with anxiety, infertility, miscarriage, autoimmunity, grief, and everyday struggle. You'll also hear about resilience, faith, healing, hope, and patience. Even in the darkest of days, I try to find the silver lining and use my experiences to grow and develop. A few years ago, one of my dear friends sent me a shirt that said, Beauty for Ashes. And just a few months ago, another dear friend sent me Celine Dion's song, Ashes. I have a lot of favorite quotes, but those ladies know that one of them comes from the King James Bible, the book of Isaiah, chapter 61, verse 3 where challenging things are juxtaposed. Isaiah says, To appoint unto them that mourn in Zion, to give unto them beauty for ashes, the oil of joy for mourning, the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness, that they might be called trees of righteousness, the planting of the Lord, that he might be glorified. I love that verse because it's hope-filled, and when things get rough, sometimes all you have is hope to cling to. I know that in moments when you feel like you're looking at a big mess that is your stressful life, There can be doubt as to whether anything can ever feel vibrant or joyful again. I know that beautiful things can come from a big or little pile of ashes. Challenging moments in life have a way of inviting us to develop our spirituality, and regardless of your spiritual or religious tradition or abstinence from, I hope you'll feel welcome and at home here. I have a perennial belief that you can get through whatever you're navigating, so if you're looking for encouragement to face the stresses in your life, you've come to the right place. Whether your stress is big or small, if you're looking for practical tips to stress less, you're also in the right place. As you get to know me a little better, you'll realize that while I certainly haven't experienced everything in my 39 and a half trips around the sun, I'm a good listener and I read a ton, so I have learned quite a bit from my own experiences and from watching others. You are welcome to anything I know or have experienced as we walk side by side on this beautiful earth. While I reside in Draper, Utah currently, I've spent most of my life in Texas and California, and I've traveled for pleasure and humanitarian work in Europe and Central America. I think, that I think of things from a big picture perspective, 
And I love to synthesize information. So on the Stress Nanny, we'll pull stress out and look at it through different lenses in an effort to connect with tools that will be the most useful to you for the place of life you're in right now. We'll study academic literature on stress and ancient wisdom on stress. We'll talk about mindfulness and meditation. We'll talk functional medicine and acupuncture. You'll hear me quote the Bhagavad Gita and the Book of Mormon. I'll share Mayan forest wisdom and Buddhist traditions. We'll talk about the Bible and Brene Brown. I believe that when we can broaden our perspective and see stress and develop coping skills from different angles, physical, mental, spiritual, and emotional, we give ourselves a rich toolbox from which to draw when life gets tough. I want those tools. I want you to have those tools. I want you to share those tools. And I certainly want the generation that is growing now to have as many tools as possible to carry the heavy burdens of stress they face each day. When we teach kids these tools when they're young, they can shift their developmental trajectory and small things like mindfulness practiced at home a couple times a week can have a far-reaching impact over the course of a childhood and a life. So I hope you'll subscribe and join me each Thursday as I share a new episode to help us all stress less.